Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hanging with D's, episode number 112. As we look for a pen for some reason or another, type it out in a text. I thought and don't send it. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, Hanging with D's, episode 112. I am your host, D's. With me, as always, is Dylan. And we have a fair amount to cover today. Obviously, the end of the NFL regular season, the end of the NCAA season, um, Black Monday, which I would say wasn't as black as... In in recent years, yeah. Although it could get a little darker, depending on on what happens here in the playoffs and in some other situations. So we'll uh, try and burn through all that. Uh, let's go ahead and open it up though with the conclusion of the NFL regular season, week eighteen, and uh, I'm gonna obviously lead off with what we talk about the most on the show, and that is our beloved Pittsburgh Steelers. <clears throat> Uh, played Cleveland at home. Um, pretty solid game. Started off a little slow. I was kind of disappointed Mike Tomlin didn't challenge that ruling um, that Najee apparently got in. Um, but they didn't challenge it, and it turned into a fumble. And I kind of worried things were going to unravel from there, but the boys kept it together. Uh, Alex Highsmith had another great game, two and yeah. a half sacks. Kenny, a little shaky at first, I thought, but put together a really a masterful drive there at the end that, that kind of sealed it. Um, Pat Fryermuth went down with what looked like a potential bad knee injury, but uh, thankfully we got news that it's not, it's not going to require surgery. It's just a sprained MCL. So um, no worries there. He'll just rest and, and be good to go. Um, the bad news, we had to rely on a couple of other teams to pull through. Uh, one of which being Buffalo against New England, and they did, obviously. And then the other uh, being the Jets. Joe Flacco-led Jets just had to beat the Skyler Thompson-led Dolphins. And he failed. So thus ends the Steelers' season at 9-8. and eight. But on the bright side, Mike Tomlin still does not have a losing season. Right. And also, I never have to hear the fire Mike Tomlin yeah, well, we'll ever see. again. Um I almost put it into the group chat. Uh, Rich Eisen on his show, maybe it was yesterday or the day before, talked about, hey, 16 straight seasons without a losing season. And we said, you know, I see Steeler fans reply to me on Twitter. Newsflash, if you want him gone, you're dumb. Yeah, I saw that. You're dumb. I almost posted it, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, look, obviously the players like him. Everybody outside of the organization likes him. Um, he's got, you know, they they have winning records. Doesn't mean he's without fault. Like, if he does not replace Matt Canada, 
I I don't know what to say. Like if you can't see that, and the I I can't imagine there are pro Canada people out there. But if there are, they're gonna be like, well, there were seven and two down the stretch. Yeah, maybe so, but we still were barely most of the time barely able to eke out more than like twenty four points. Right. You're not going to be a dominant championship team if that's what you're doing against not great competition. I get it. Early on in the season, we played a few juggernauts, and and yeah, you you know that's going to happen. But teams that we should be beating, we should be able to move the ball more effectively, better red zone effectiveness, find ways to get Deontay Johnson in the end zone, things like that. Matt Canada has to go. End of story. And if, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to lose a little more faith in, in You might be losing your mind then because I'm hearing reports that – Yeah, they, me they too. I'm trying to avoid that. But. Yeah. Um, I heard a uh, crazy stat. This is the first time since 2000 that a team has thrown for 12 passing touchdowns in a year. That, that's us? That's us. Oh. No, the last team to do it? Us, Cordell Stewart and Kent Graham combined for twelve. That was the I went to that season opener of that season. Okay. The, the Kent Graham year. Mm-hmm. I was at that season opener in Pittsburgh, Three Rivers Stadium. It was the last season of Three Rivers. I was uh, say but, you went to the opener two years later too, didn't you? Yeah, the second year of Hines. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I was I was at the very last home opener of Three Rivers against Baltimore. We lost twenty to nothing. Kent Graham was our starting quarterback that day and did not go well. I see why he only threw one touchdown that season. Yeah. Yeah. He, I I think he only started maybe two games. Was he like three tops? Did he like win the job or was Cordell hurt or what? I I think he won the job in camp. Cordell struggled uh, as Cordell did a lot Mm -hmm. with, with readings, defenses and coverages. I think Cordell would be amazing in today's NFL. Uh, but back then, the bottom line, the NFL wasn't ready for an athlete like mm-hmm. Cordell Stewart. Offenses didn't cater themselves to the quarterback. Quarterback was expected to cater themselves to the offense. And uh, Cordell, uh, he was not great at reading defenses. Mm-hmm. He was he was Mike Vick before Mike Vick. Poor man's Mike Vick, but yeah, not not that poor. Cordell Stewart was fast. He he wasn't Mike Vick fast, but he was close. Mm-hmm. Like if Cordell got loose. Wasn't nobody catching him. Uh, not he wasn't as elusive in the open field the way Mike Vick was. Like the in and out of cuts, right, like, making moves. But but Cordell did have speed. you know yeah blazing speed. But anyway, I digress. Um, on the bright side, as we have seen over the years, there's always a couple of teams that come on late mm-hmm. that. You can look at that team and be like, those guys are going to be a problem soon. Yeah. And I think Pittsburgh's one of those. Yeah. And I think Detroit is one of those. Um, there, there might be a couple more, but I'm just focusing on those two right now. But, you know, and I've said, I'm not going to go over everything I've said, but like I said, that young core that they have, all they have to do is plug in a few pieces. And I was just looking up some numbers. And we are, as of right now, projected at about $86 million under the cap Roethlisberger's money falls off and that's before they even restructure anybody TJ Watt and Cam Hayward would be the top two 
yeah. targets to do that. They could potentially walk into next season or in the, the off season, I should say, free agency and whatnot, uh, around $100 million under the cap. Haven't had that in a very long time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, look at all the young guys still on rookie contracts. You know, there is now some of that money is going to get ate up very soon. Um, Alex Highsmith finished the year with 14 and a half sacks. Guess what Alex Highsmith is going into the final year of his contract. So he's going to command some money. Only problem. I mean, I like Alex Highsmith, but I like him a lot more when TJ Watt is there and healthy. Cause I think that, you know, kind of like Bud Dupree. Yeah. Like we talked about last week. Yeah. And there's another one that's probably going to be on a bit. How, how crazy would it be if they're, they tell Alex Highsmith, no, we're not going to pay you. We'll, we'll, but you know, play this year out. We'll resign Bud Dupree. Cause again, I think Bud Dupree could be good in that defense with a TJ Watt on the other side. Um, I'm not just going to say anybody can, can do what Alex Highsmith did because Alex Highsmith has shown major improvements every year that he's played. Yeah. I don't know that he's going to turn into a TJ Watt type, but no. when there's a TJ Watt on the other side, we, we see what happens, right. you know, and when TJ went out, so did Highsmith's production. Yeah. He had a couple of decent games, but uh, he thrives when the other team is worried about number 90 on that other side. Sure. So uh, Cam Sutton, I think had a great year. Mm-hmm. So he's going to need to be paid that we'll see what he's trying to command, but uh, DeMonte Casey, I'd like to bring back Terrell Edmonds. I would like to bring back, bring back Terrell Edmonds even made a comment about a package deal with his brother. Oh yeah. Who is going to be a free agent this year as well. I don't know if we'll be able to get him away from Buffalo, but how awesome would that be? Yeah. We let Devin Bush go and we put Tremaine Edwards with miles Jack. No. With Mark Robinson, who didn't have as good a game this past week, but he did get more time, and I look for big things from him next season as well. No. Um, yeah, I mean the the potential is there. I hate that the season is over, but and that we're not in the playoffs. But it, let's be realistic: we were going to go to Buffalo. We were probably going to get boat raced because yeah. Buffalo is just riding an emotional high right now. They're going to be very difficult to beat. And yeah, we'll get into that later, but. Um, like I said, Kenny improved as the season went on. Obviously, I'd like to see more touchdowns and a little bit of that uh, happy feet shakiness that he seems to show sometimes early in games. But he's a rookie quarterback. You know, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. I think he's just going to get better. But the weapons that he has, he has to. I mean, they've got too many solid, solid players. Um, we did manage to sign a few players to futures contracts, which are basically practice bodies. But um, one of interest to me, and we talked about him long, long time ago in the preseason, was Master Teague. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in preseason, then he got hurt, put him on IR, but they are going to bring him back. So while I love Jalen Warren, uh, Master Teague was a battering ram. So it'd be nice to have a – an extra just monster yeah. to throw in there on short yardage. So we'll see. Obviously we'll follow them as the off season progresses and what they do, but uh, they've got the money. Omar Khan, this is your, this is your baby now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure Kevin is still going to be around for consulting, which was a known thing, but uh, 
let's let's see what Omar can do with with all this salary cap money and what basically amounts to the fir- or final pick of the first round, although they won't pick it in the first round. Uh, it is the 32nd pick for Chase Claypool, who finished the season with 15 catches. Yeah. Well, 15 amazing. catches with Chicago. Right. Phenomenal trade. Yeah. 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 I mean, that only got better as the weeks went on. I mean, I think uh, we have the 18th pick, if I'm not mistaken. Seventh, it's either 17th or 18th. Uh, in the first round, and then we have another one in the thirty at the thirty second pick, and then I want to say forty, maybe forty eight, forty nine, somewhere in that range. So having three picks in the first, you know, forty eight, do something with it, right? Like, and, and spend a little of that money, improve the offensive line. I don't give a shit what you or Chris Collinsworth says. Dan Moore, fuck out of here. Um, everybody else. I think can be okay if they get a better, a, a decent offensive line coach, um, because there's left in the middle of the season or to go to. I don't even remember Nebraska, maybe. Not sure. I don't know. Either way, um, offensive line. I, I to be honest, pleasant surprise for me this year. Got better as the season went yeah. along, without a doubt. Uh, when they did get beat, they got beat bad. Mm-hmm. So it, it was like a glaring thing. But they did improve vastly uh, compared to what we thought they were going to be as the season went on. But I would still like to see, no matter who it is, whether it's a you know top can't-miss prospect out of the draft, which, I mean, you say can't miss, but... You're picking all, 18th. There, there, there ain't no there such There probably thing. won't be one, yeah. yeah. Uh, or somebody solid. We don't even need a, you know a monster all pro guy. If there's one there and we can afford him by all means, but we just need somebody solid, consistent in both the run and pass game. And uh, we can make some noise next year. Detroit's going to be the same way. Um, Before we get off the Steelers, I noticed it when we were watching the game, you looked away for the second. Did you see it as now a news story? Yes. The Highsmith sack. Yeah. And I saw it immediately. Who, who actually, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and I've seen. I multiple, think it was one of the DBs that did it. Multiple teams have done this. It's almost like a, I'm not cliche, but kind of canned celebration now. Common where it's players, in Madden, right? Yeah. So a player's laying on the ground. Another one of his teammates walks up, pushes down on his chest like he's giving him CPR. Highsmith has done it multiple times. Right. Yeah. So point is, it's a common celebration. Mm-hmm. Horrible week to do it. Poorly timed. Poorly timed, yeah. And Highsmith even said that, too. It's like, we didn't mean any disrespect or anything. Right. We weren't thinking about it. And people say, how could you do that in a week like this? You're in the middle of a game. The heat of the moment. Absolutely. The, the world goes away. You're I was, not even thinking about it. I so. was in a little Facebook debate over it because somebody was like, oh, Steelers are scumbags, blah, blah, blah. And Adam Pacman Jones tweeted basically the same thing. I'm like, look. Oh, Adam Pacman Jones? Yes, yeah. The uh, uh, classy and upstanding citizen that he's been for his entire career. As Tom Segura described him, uh, this one time he went to a strip club and a bunch of people got shot. And that happened three more times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I basically said, look, this is something that he's done in the past. I mean, the kids from Pittsburgh, they all know DeMar Hamlin. He was in the building. by no means, and this was even before Highsmith come out and said it, I was like, there's no way in hell that that was done because of what happened. It oh, God, was, no. You know, heat of the moment, big play, got a sack, laying on the ground. and He didn't even do it. 
he was he was the one getting you know it's not like he's like hey come give me chest compressions like it's something that they have done poorly timed absolutely and but again in the heat of the moment it's just something you don't think about like you right. you know you're excited just made a big play um so yeah whatever I, it's to me it's a non issue right uh, highsmith if you follow like his family on twitter which i do like the they're just they're a good old wholesome family i mean his dad Sam Highsmith's actually a pretty good follow on Twitter. And, yeah. But, um, yeah, to me, it's a non-story. Right. Uh, as for the game, also, uh, D- Deshaun Watson sacked, what, seven times? I mean, Jesus they were, Christ, was yeah, that much? Yeah, they were, oh, wow. they were all over him. Uh, Hi- well, hell, Highsmith had two and a half. I think Cam had two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Cam had two, total of seven, yes. Jesus. Ogunjobi had one. Terrell Edmonds had one. Hayward two, Heisman two and a half. I thought T TJ got credit for a half sack. Okay, that was the one where it looked like like three, three of them met there. Yeah, Hayward kind of got screwed on that one. I right. think he was in on that as well. Um, but yeah, two picks, Levi Wallace and Demonte Casey. Um, great game. I mean, like I said, they they did what they were supposed to do against the Browns, and that's show them that they're just not on the Steelers level and haven't been since they've been reborn. So suck it, Cleveland. Except for that one playoff game. <laughs> yeah, fluke. Yeah, right. We got behind the eight ball in that one so fast that it just, you know, the snowballed. F- first play, snap. I don't even want to talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I- I'm proud of what they did considering what everybody expected them to do. They didn't hit my 11 to 12 win mark that I thought of. But, again, I know ifs and buts, candies and nuts and all that shit. But if you go back, like I said, there are four games that you can go back and change one or maybe two plays and we win the game. Like right. that's how close this team was to being fighting for the seven seed to fighting for the one seed. Like that's, you know, they're on the cusp and uh, really excited to see what George Pickens is going to do next year. He's a dog. Yeah, absolute. Uh, I was happy to see Mike Tomlin come out and defend him and but kind of tell the media to go fuck themselves for saying he was a bad carry. He's like, he's, you know, great young guy. And um, Ben Roethlisberger said basically the same thing and kind of took a backhanded shot at Chase Claypool and, and Martavis Bryant. Didn't mention them by name, but was just like, I, I hope and pray that he uses the this success to uh, motivate himself and get better and continue to grow rather than just think that everything's going to come to you like has happened in the past. And I can't think of anybody that he could be talking to probably throw Juju in there too. I mean, yeah, but Juju still like, like there was no big fall off with Juju, a little bit of a fall off when AB left, but not, I mean, nothing huge. He's with Kansas city now was my point. Uh, Yeah. Has he done anything? Not with KC. No, I'd be open. Like I think Juju only signed a one year deal. I would be 100% open to bringing Juju back, Mm. but at the same time, I'm happy with where we are on our receivers. Right. You know, also have a lot of money wrapped up with Deontay too. So yeah. Um, and, Steven Sims, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of potential there, and I'm holding out hope that Anthony Miller bounces back from injury and and I completely forgot about him. Yeah, Calvin um, Austin too. Yeah, Calvin Austin we never saw on IR, so yeah, maybe we won't need you to. But like I said, looks really good. Future looks really good. Happy to see it. So anyway, let's uh, just run through 
things that happened in the league that mattered. Um, did we? No, we didn't talk about those games. Yeah, Chiefs beat the hell out of the Raiders in the basically the AFC South title game. The Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Titans and secure a home playoff game. I thought they would be improved, but I didn't expect that. No, nah, me neither. I mean, they're only 9-8, and eight, but the South sucked, and they're coming out of it. Um, they had Tre- the first overall pick last year. Yeah, Tre- Trevor Lawrence improved as the season went on. Mm-hmm. Might be a guy. Um, Travis Etienne, same thing. Like He was spotty at times, but looks like he might be solid at yeah. the very least. Uh, I still think they need a few more weapons to go along with Christian Kirk. Sure. Um, and definitely shore up uh, that defense just a little bit. They've played great at times, but other times not so much. But Jacksonville is one of those teams that next season could be up there with the elite, or they could be nine and eight again. It's it's, yeah. it's hard to say, but um, big improvement. And congrats to them for the win. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, biggest prospect coming out of the draft since what Andrew Luck. I'd say that's pretty clear. Mm, yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, that's fair. So. Last month of the season, he's played amazing. So, yeah, should be very optimistic in Jacksonville for sure. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they haven't had anything really to uh, cheer for in a few years. So, Since the Saxonville year. Yeah. That died very quickly. Uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks fall to the Falcons. How did I miss that score? I don't think the Bucks played a lot of starters for – a lot of the game. Well, Brady had 17 passes. Well, I'll, they Trask did. got time. Yeah, and Blaine Gabbert, got, Blaine Gabbert still in the league. Yeah. Wow. Bruce Arians called him the most underrated player in the NFL two years ago. Hmm. Yeah. He knows something about quarterbacks, though. You got to admit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he came. He was six of eight. Only 29 yards had a tutty. But uh, Desmond Ritter. What What are your thoughts on him? Do you think? Do they Do they have someone or? it's too early to tell. The problem is that he was like a third or fourth round pick. So they're probably not going to invest much into him. So I, 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 well, it looks like they're, I mean, they basically told Marcus Mariota to pound sand. Well, you can, I get that. I mean, you want Mariota out of there. You know, he's not the answer. Your season's over. See what Ritter can do. The Mariota thing is very weird. I mean, he just straight up quit on the team. Yeah. You know, so that's, I always thought that he might, you know, could maybe rehab his career, but I, it's, that's dead. Who the fuck wants to sign a guy like that, right? Yeah. And, I mean, the biggest question right now is, did Ritter do enough to solidify his spot or are they still going to be looking elsewhere? He only played like what three, four games, something like that. I think three, maybe. Yeah, so maybe you. Obviously, a lot depends on what happens in the free agent market and the draft too. Who, who falls to them? I mean, if if things go a certain way, I don't know where they pick in the draft. We'll do that much closer to draft time. But you know, if somebody like a Stroud or what's the Willis will. Levis, Will Levis from Kentucky. If somebody oh, yeah. falls, you know, to them, I mean, you almost have to. Biggest surprise for me out of Atlanta is Kyle Pitts has, I mean, he's hurt. He hadn't played the last few weeks, but 
He hasn't been that guy that everybody thought he was going to be that I've seen so far. No, not really at all. Um, again, he got a lot of hype coming out for the draft. Wide receiver in a tight end's body was was basically the the thing. Like he was going to be the next Travis Kelsey, Gronk, yeah, with speed, and just haven't seen it. Granted, don't necessarily know that he's had a stud quarterback that you know, and maybe things haven't been schemed for him. Or maybe he's just not that good, but right. we'll see if he can bounce back from that injury and go from there. Uh, then we had, like I said, the Bills and the Patriots. Um, the game was a little closer for longer than I thought it would be coming mm-hmm. off the you know with everything that went down with Demar Hamlin, who by the way I'm sure everybody's heard by now um, is out of the hospital completely. Yeah. He was discharged from Buffalo today, so he's for the most part good to go as far as life. Yeah, like obviously they're going to monitor some things, but everything I'm hearing is that uh, is expected to make a a full and regular recovery. Doesn't necessarily mean football is still in his future, but All right. uh, we'll see. But congrats to the him. script. Exterior. Where's the Super Bowl this year? I don't know. I don't know either. At the Super Bowl, tied game. Thirty seconds left. Play safety, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bill safety goes down. Yeah. Oh my God, they don't have another one activated. Glass breaks. Demar Hamlin comes out the tunnel, chugs a beer. How fucking crazy! But they can't though. They put him on IR already. Be a good movie, but yeah, he's he's out. So, um, and the only he started fourteen games, but that's my because, God, that's Demar yeah. Hamlin's music. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the other safety? Not obviously not Poirier. He's there. Um. I can't even think of his name now, but their their starting safety went down early mm. in the season, and that's why he was starting. But I mean, he's been solid for them. Started yeah. like I said, fourteen games this year. But anyway, yeah, they opened it with a kickoff return for a touchdown, and I'm surprised the stadium didn't implode because yeah, it was nuts. Ended up returning another kick later on in the game that that kind of broke it open for him. Something I, bl- I learned the other day. Mm-hmm. Don't get a lot of kickoff returns in the NFL, as you know, if you follow the game, because the rule changes. Yep. The last time the Bills had one was three years and three months ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Right. Very wild. And they got two. (coughs) So, So yeah, the, uh, the Bills not only beat the Patriots, but pretty much knocked them out of playoff contention, which is always a good thing for me. Um. Good for them too. They've been terrorized by, yeah, yeah, Buff, New England for two decades. So. The Vikings smack around Nate Peterman and the Chicago Bears, and that uh, clinched the number one overall pick for those Chicago Bears as Houston was able to pull off a win against the Colts on a crazy fourth and was it fourth and goal from the twenty or fourth and twenty? It was fourth and twenty. People forget before that set of downs they also had like a fourth and 17 they converted yeah and then converted a fourth and 20 with a touchdown and then, then went for two yeah after lovey smith met with uh, yeah. and then they fired their coach <laughs> well they they said this i was when i was watching a red zone that lovey smith met with the owner that week so he already knew he was fired. He knew he was gone. So he's like, fuck it, go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Middle fingers up, fuck you. Yeah. And the camera cut to the owner when they got the two-point conversion and he noticeably upset, like, 
I think he was with his grandson, and he just kind of like grabbed his hand and all right, let's go. Like, he just fucked me out of the number one yeah. overall pick. Yeah. That's funny, but I mean, but did they really? Because Chicago's not taking a quarterback. Although you wouldn't that, think so, but that report. Did you see the report? Not really a report. It was somebody. I don't a former NFL GM, so I don't know if it was Tannenbaum or Lombardi or whoever, somebody, mm-hmm. one of the talking heads that's on TV all the time. They say that Chicago should trade Justin Fields to who was it? I don't even remember who they were trading to. And pick Bryce Young and then whatever else kind of package they can get. Hmm. Like, trade Justin Fields for a one. Obviously, it would be a high one, I would think, because Justin Fields... Yeah. I, Indianapolis, maybe, but... Might have been the Colts. Although, Indianapolis wouldn't be a bad trade partner, because they're for picking... now, yeah. Well, fourth. they're pick, Right. They're picking fourth, so... But Chicago needs help on defense, and Will Anderson is yeah. believed to be the stud, so... Yeah, I, I... Although, they need a lot of help, so it might not be a bad idea to trade lower into the top 10 and you know get quantity a little bit yeah like uh, offensive line i think their offensive line is solid nope no it's their not. offensive line is bad okay worse than football um i believe the the last time i looked the highest rated tackle was i want to say in the seven eight range somewhere in there yeah i don't think this is a super great o-line draft and then there was one more that they talk about and that's the guy the kid out of northwestern swarkowski or whatever the hell his name is the one that i was kind of hoping would fall to us uh don't know if that's going to happen or not but um but yeah chicago needs a lot of help and they'll probably go will anderson if they don't trade out of it would be my guess right uh the other big afc playoff implicating game that we haven't spoke about yet ravens and bengals uh, Bengals never really in doubt there. Smacked them around, had a 24-7 lead at halftime. Um, Ravens were playing their third-string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ravens, that's an inter- interesting situation going on over there. Yeah, what the fuck is... What's going on with Lamar? Like, is he... He hasn't practiced yet, so that pretty much says that he's not playing. Okay. And they expect Tyler Huntley will be good to go for the playoff game, but yeah. Um, but there's speculation that if they had signed a contract that that knee probably feel a little better. Mm. Uh, yeah. But... Now there have been, been people come out that, you know, said no Lamar and say that, no, if you know, that's not his character. If, if he were healthy enough, he would play, but I don't know. You're looking across, you know, the division at Deshaun Watson, who didn't look good at all. I mean, he looked okay in a couple games, but didn't look like the Deshaun Watson we saw three years ago. Right. And he's making two hundred and what thirty million guaranteed, fifty, whatever the hell it is. And here you got Lamar Jackson not getting paid that. Yeah, my knee still hurts. Yeah. I'm not going to go out there and, and risk my potential free agency or huge contract. Make my family generationally wealthy. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's going gonna, gonna to be real interesting to see how that. Of course, they just signed Roquan Smith to a big extension, mm-hmm. um, which basically means that they don't have to burn the franchise tag on him, which they wouldn't have anyway. It's obviously they're going to franchise Lamar. That's like the biggest no-brainer in the world if they can't come to, to terms. 
the question is going to be, will Lamar sign it? I wouldn't. I don't think I would either. I, I got to be honest. I, I would never sign a franchise tag in the NFL. I mean, we criticize Le'Veon Bell for it, but... Not the- when you're 25 years old and you got, you know, potentially eight or ten years left in the league. Right. I mean, Le'Veon, didn't we... We tried to hit it with him, hit him with it twice, right? I think I so. I think so, yeah. yeah. But... If I'm a running back, considering the... The durability and what we know about running backs, I might sign it. No, that's even more reason not to sign it. Give me that three-year deal. Yeah, I guess. He kind of defended himself and saying how the only reason he sucked after he left Pittsburgh was because he played for Adam, Adam Gase. Gase, which, I mean, he's he's got a point there, but Why still. just suck in Kansas City? Exactly. Why didn't you do nothing in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Why are you out of the league? He is out of the league, right? Yeah. Oh, no, we went to Baltimore this year, didn't he, for a little No. Bit? Was that last they year? They didn't sign. They were oh, looking at him, okay. but they didn't sign him. So he's out of the league. Yeah. So, I guess we need something. Then, mm. um, yeah, like we talked about, the fucking unibrow, Joe Flacco, couldn't muster up any fucking offense and basically... It should have been nine to six, but there was, I think, some laterals and shit ended up in the safety. So it was eleven to six. Dolphins win, and the Dolphins get the last AFC playoff spot. And they have already said that to a nowhere close to being cleared of the concussion protocol, which means, and, and neither is Teddy Bridgewater. His hand is not ready. They've already declared Skylar Thompson will start in Buffalo. In January, they don't have a fucking chance. Yeah. How the fuck are the Dolphins in the playoffs and we're not? Because they started great and we didn't. Yeah, I know. One and six down the stretch, Miami is. Yeah. I wouldn't bet a penny on Miami. No. 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 Uh, Panthers and Saints, ho-hum, 10-7. Panthers win that one. Completely useless game. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers, Broncos, um, Broncos put up Let's ride. 31 on the Chargers and beat them. And the Chargers played their starters for much of that game. And guess what happened? They had absolutely nothing to gain, by the way. And Mike Williams had to be helped on the team bus. His back was hurting so bad. Doesn't look good for him to play this week. And um, Joey Bosa also got nicked up. His status is currently in question as well. So way to go, coach. Yeah. He needs to be fired. I, I, I Staley is an idiot. I mean, between last year going for it on fourth down at times where it was ridiculous I f- to do that. Forgot about it. Didn't it? cost them yes it cost them the playoff game or the last game of the year remember that's right yeah. they went for a dumb fourth in goal or fourth down didn't get it and then oakland oakland vegas got the ball back got converted to first down or whatever and kicked yeah. goal and sent pittsburgh to the playoffs and we got our shit pushed in by casey <laughs> yes that's right <clears throat> giants drop one to the eagles jalen hurts returns had a solid game and the Eagles were able to solidify the number one seed. Giants had nothing to play for. I don't think everybody for the Giants played. No. no. Uh, Cardinals and Niners. 
Um, David Blau was the uh, starter for the Cardinals, so you do the math. Uh, Niners blow them out 38-13. There's a report now saying the Cardinals intend to trade DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. And they fired their coach, one of the the five that are – Five current openings right now, which we'll get into the coaching openings in a second, but um, fired Kingsbury and basically told Steve Klein, continue to stay on your health leave. We're going to replace you as well. Um, And if they trade D hop, uh, yeah, we're going full rebuild here. Yeah. Which can't make Kyler Murray happy. No, definitely not. Um, One positive out of that, that game, JJ Watt finishes career two sacks. Yes. That's nice. Yeah. We'll walk directly into Canton the moment he is eligible. Yep. Yep. Five years from now. That potentially, as of right now, potentially could be an amazing class, depending on what happens. We got JJ. Brady, probably. Potentially Brady. I don't think Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, but it's a possibility. Did you see what happened after the game? Yeah. When Jamal Williams asked for his jersey? Uh, I don't think it was Williams. I think it was the wide receiver, Jamison Williams. Uh, J-Mo, yeah, that's right. Either way, I'm keeping this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to hold on to this one. Yeah. He can be kind of dramatic at times. And the way him and Cobb walked off the field together, you know, like old bosom buddies hugging each other. Uh, I don't know. It's possible, for sure. That's why I included him. Um, who else comes to mind? Uh, those three. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I guess you don't really need anything yeah. else. That's pretty got, insane. I would say the two greatest quarterbacks of all time, arguably. Uh, I mean, uh, definitely in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that uh, it's going to be a pretty good class. Yeah. Uh, Rams, Seahawks, Seahawks had to win and get a win from the Lions to make the playoffs. Obviously, that happened. Um, they beat the. Uh, Rams basically because Baker Mayfield still sucks and Baker Mayfield managed to prevent three teams from going to the playoffs this year. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 He, he knocked out the lions. He knocked out the Panthers and he knocked out the, uh, who was the other? Oh, the Rams. Yeah. Cause he sucked for them as well. Well, it's, they were already out of it. Yeah. Um, still makes the meme funnier. Yeah. Uh, commanders with nothing to play for beat the shit out of the Cowboys who did have something to play for, uh, 26 to six there. And then they fired their offensive coordinator. Cardinals did. Yeah. Or, Scott, or commanders did Scott Turner. Yeah. That's Norv's kid. Right? I was just going to say pretty sure. Right? I think it is. Cause yeah. Norv was Ron's OC and a little bit in Carolina. So yeah, that seemed to follow. And and then the final game of the season, Sunday Night Football, the aforementioned Detroit Lions go into Lambeau, and all they got to do is win, and they're in. And brand new Lions, Lions. Uh, pull out literally all the stops with, I mean, the crazy ass hook and ladder, yeah. and then the fourth and basically two uh, on paper. It's fourth and one, but it was like fourth and one point seven five. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a pass, no less, to to clinch that and send the Packers packing and maybe send Aaron Rodgers off into the sunset or maybe off to another team. Right. Um, 
potential reunion, maybe? What are you talking about? Well, there's a certain team mm-hmm. that basically told their starting quarterback to pound sand, kick rocks, and get the fuck out of town. And that team has a pretty good wide receiver by the name of Devontae Adams. Oh, yes. Now, for as good as Jarrett Stidham looked in the last two games, Jarrett Stidham, Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Yeah. Which one are you going with there? I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. So that that could turn into a story. Could be a thing. Could be, yeah. Um, I also heard a report that Mark Davis is going to try and make a push for Tom Brady. I've heard that as well. You want to... Would he be 46, 47-year-old quarterback? Yeah. I, me, personally, no. Yeah. And Brady has not looked great this year. He's had flashes, but he's not. He's no longer Tom Brady. Yeah, like, no. He's, he's number 12 for Tampa Bay, who looks great every once in a while. They're in the playoffs, so who knows what's going to happen. He's, he's Jordan with the Wizards. You know, Wonder How Twins activate. Maybe he's... You know, going to rekindle a little bit of magic. Do you agree with that assessment? Jordan with the Wizards? Yeah. Yeah, right. I'd say that's fair. Yeah. Every now and then he's still got a trick in the bag, but for the most part he just looks like a guy out there playing. Um, but, yeah, his his story and Aaron Rodgers' stories are, are going to be the, probably the two biggest things we follow in the immediate offseason as far as what's happening. Now, Rodgers was not on McAfee yesterday, mm-hmm. but – um, the reports are that he is <clears throat> currently today, or maybe it was Tuesday and Wednesday. Either way, basically he set aside two days for meetings with Packers front office and coaches and whatnot, and that they're going to figure shit out, not going to drag it out the way that they did. So whatever's going to happen, we probably will know within a couple weeks. He's supposed to be back. He already committed to Pat that he would be on – for the next two Tuesdays coming up. So maybe he'll answer questions, but he doesn't usually reveal a whole lot on that show. No. It's, but it's kind of weird that he's on during the off season. Cause I think that's new other than the draft. I, know I he did the draft. Yeah. I think I want to say last year, I think he just kind of ghosted like after the sea, I think he might've done one after the season. But I'm not 100 percent on that. And then he came back obviously for the draft, but he wasn't wasn't really on much at all during the what the hell is Aaron Rodgers going to do thing. Right, didn't and, want to deal with it. Yeah, so probably drink some ayahuasca about it. And could you see him making the announcement on Pat's show that he's retiring? He hates the media, so why not do the yeah, one I, media outlet you respect? I'm surprised he did. I thought he was going to do it last year. Yeah, I really did. Or this this year before the right. season, I I thought that that's how it would go down, but uh, but it didn't. But I wouldn't be surprised. I'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, before we get into Wild Card Weekend again, the coaching vacancies that we know of as of right now are the technically the Colts, the Texans, Texans, who fired Louis Smith, mm-hmm. the, the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals. Yep. And the who's the other one? I know there's one more. Oh, Panthers. Panthers. Oh, maybe um, I missed that one. So we got because I was thinking that too. This Black Monday one, wasn't very two, black this year, but there was several coaches that got fired three. during the middle of the year. So, um, 
I think that's it. Four. He didn't get fired. Kind of surprising, actually. Oh, yeah, five. Of... Okay, so yeah, yeah, we did. We got them all. But we don't know what's up with the Rams. Sean McVay is like, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But he told his offense, or basically he told his entire staff, get an offer, go. Yeah. Like, I'm not, you know, you can talk to anybody in you know, my staff if they want to go, go. Because I don't know. I'm not going to hold you guys hostage. Do what you got to do. McAfee and the boys speculated today. Is that a way of saying, I'm not going to fire everybody. So if you want to go, go now and I'll good guy this out because I'm fucking gone. Mm. I think he's gone. Yeah. I don't think he wants any part of a rebuild. I think he's going to, he's going to Sean Payton this thing and go do TV for a year or two. Which until is something comes along. Is smart. I mean, is what is he? 42. It, yeah, something if like that. that. He's young, very young. So yeah, get a TV gig for a year or two, and then wait until you get the situation you like, and a team offers you a fucking king's ransom to come back. Yeah, I mean, look, look at how much money Gruden got back, got to come back. Yeah. So, and Peyton's gonna get a shit ton of money too. So. That's yeah. That's the other big speculation there is what's gonna happen with Sean Payton. Um, it's well known that he. Feels like he's ready. He would have probably coached last year, mm-hmm. had the whole thing worked out um, down in Miami with Brady, yeah. which has now become a story and subsequently led to Miami losing that uh, their first round pick. But Peyton Peyton wants to come back, and the other factor in all of this is Dallas. Jerry yeah. Jones wasn't very committal when they asked him. You know, are you going to you're going to judge Mike McCarthy's performance in the wild card. And he's like, no, I'm going to use the entire season. Oh, okay. So in other words, I, I think for Mike McCarthy to have a job next year in Dallas, they have to, at the very least, get to the championship game. Not even divisional round. You don't think that'll do it? It's Jerry Jones isn't getting any younger now. That's true. He's looking like fucking emperor. Yeah. And it seems like he loves Dan Quinn too. This might be kind of similar to when um, Wade Phillips was the coach and their offensive coordinator was, uh, oh my fucking God. He was the coach before McCarthy. Help me out. Garrett. Garrett. Jason, Jason Garrett, Garrett, who's the stud OC and Phillips got forced out and then they elevated him. I could see him. Jerry Jones is doing the same thing with Dan Quinn. I no, I can't. Really? Like I said, no. Okay. I, I think if he fires McCarthy, he's going all in on Sean Payton or maybe even McVay. He, he's going to want to make a splash because, like I said, Jerry Jones ain't getting any younger. Yeah. And they ain't won a Super Bowl since 1995. Pretty sure he wants to see that happen before he croaks. Mm-hmm. So I think if they end up firing McCarthy, which, again, my personal opinion is if they don't get at least a championship game appearance that he's going to be gone because Jerry wants results and he's going to pay the piper to get a superstar coach in there right. and, and hope that they can fix it before he uh, takes that long ride. Yeah. So anyway, wild card weekend. Well, you what? We're talking about coaching changes. I can't believe you didn't think to talk about it. What? Harbaugh. Well, I figured we'd get to that when we talk college. 
why uh, you're we're right. Okay, fine. Harbaugh, he's staying at Michigan. Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, I really. Well, isn't that a new announcement that you shared with me? Well, yeah, but again, that, we've heard coaches say shit like that also, before. He also interviewed for the Broncos job on Monday. So, this past Monday? Yes. I thought he talked to him before that. He had a virtual meeting with them on Monday. Wasn't that the same day you sent me that that statement? No. When did you send it? I, I'm talking about this Monday. This would have been last week when they, he made that statement. So I... Was it? And I, I keep hearing... I, I don't know. It, it, it's a weird situation because it seems like all the reports are saying he's gone, but... You sent that Monday, by the way. That's Blake Corum, dude. <laughs> yeah, because those those two look similar. What? He's in a helmet. I didn't. Even, I didn't even look at that. All I did because I was driving when I read it. Oh, uh, okay. Don't do that. Yeah. I, I honest to God didn't even look at the picture or the signature. I just thought this was a, a hardball thing. Okay. Anyway. That changes everything. Yeah. So So now we're back to the original statement of I expect to be coach of the Michigan Wolverines, which I expect to fucking get a check for a million dollars tomorrow. That don't mean it's gonna happen. Yeah, I part of me it sucks because things are so good right now. You know, JJ's back, Blake Corum's back, which I was very surprised about. Yeah. I gotta be honest with you. Coming off a knee injury, I well, we talked about it last week. I would have thought for one hundred percent sure that I'm not risking this thing again. I'm out. Well, apparently the reason why is it was a full meniscus tear. So it would have taken all of his pre draft workouts uh, out. So he's like I'm gonna get some NIL money and then maybe I'll draft, you know, increase my draft draft stack. Yeah. Draft stock. And you got Donovan Edwards back too, so I. So on that side, I'm very optimistic, but at the same time, you kind of need a head coach. Yeah, I still say, unless and and Denver can do it because they've got, I believe, the richest owner in yes. the NFL right now. Yes. Um, unless Denver comes with just a massive offer, if he goes to the NFL, I'm saying Colts. The, that's what I keep hearing too. Is that if I just read something today that who knows if it's true or not the, the plan with Denver is they're going to ask Sean Payton first and if he says no they're going to throw an insane amount of money at Jim Harbaugh so I mean even if that doesn't happen then you have the Colts just the thing with with Payton though is that they're going to have to give something up for Payton Payton's still under contract there's that yeah and I can't imagine the Saints just letting him go for anything less than at least a first, if not more. I just got an idea. What about Sean Payton for Russell Wilson? Oh, the Russell Wilson I mean, played like crazy, shit this yeah. year. I mean, that that would be up for the up. You know, do the Saints want that headache? Or at least the the apparent headache that. Yeah, and People all that spe- money speculated yeah. about. Plus, they they were in cap hell going into this yeah, season, so I don't know that that's even going to be feasible. You're for right. Them. I don't think that would happen. I don't know but... what their cap money situ- cap situation is going to be going into next season. I know they restructured and you know did a lot of things to weasel their way under the cap. So I don't know that they can fit a two hundred and 
some million-dollar quarterback into that equation. Yeah, you're probably right. On paper, yeah, it would be considered, but I, I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. Not even the cap situation, too. He didn't look very good. And yeah, so you, you might, you're probably right. That's not a good idea. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be, I think, a huge deciding factor is what the Saints want for him. And then so if you're the Saints, do I want to give up? one, two, three, whatever potential draft picks for, for Sean Payton, or do I just want to... Even if you're Denver. Yeah, or... Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, anyone that wants Sean Payton. Or, and a fuckload of money, I have to imagine, or still a lot of money, but probably not as much as Sean Payton's going to command for Jim Harbaugh. Like, yeah. You know, or whoever, for that matter. But I would say as far as coaches... And the kind of money that they're going to command, it's probably Peyton one and Harbaugh two. As far as you know, I mean, you can get an OC out there for much, much cheaper. But I would say that those are the two guys that are going to command high dollar contracts. Yeah. Problem is, too, Broncos have no picks. Yeah. Or no high picks. So, are you, you going to be able to get a package together for Peyton? At least not for how long? I know they don't have one this year, but I don't think next year they have a first either. Hmm. So, but at the same time, it's the Saints. We know are, the Rams don't. So, <laughs> Saints aren't bringing him back. So, <coughs> I, it's. I don't think the the trade offer is going to be the big deal. It'll they still have Dennis Allen, right? Who yeah. was Peyton's DC? Yeah, yeah. Who failed with the Raiders already once before? So. I mean, they have a pretty good relationship. Maybe Dennis Allen's like, look, don't give me a pay cut and slide on in here. I'll go back to defense. Why would he retire and then come back to coach the team that he left? I just I don't see that, especially after a year. Yeah. I mean, I, he probably left because Drew Brees was gone. Yeah, and he didn't want to get involved in a rebuild, and that's basically still where the Saints are right now. Is They, yeah. they still need some pieces. Obviously, obviously need a quarterback because Andy Dalton ain't it, and it doesn't look like they're – gonna go in on Jameis Winston either. So Yeah. Gonna be a gonna be a fun off season for yeah. a lot of reasons. So who um it's kinda hard to say if you don't know which team you own, but let's say you're an owner that needs a coach. Which three phone calls do you make for interviews? Hmm. Um one name that immediately jumps to mind for me is Ben Johnson. Yeah, the off- offense coordinator for the Lions. Um, Kafka seems like he's a oh he he's their OC a, an up and comer. Oh, I did not even know that. Okay, for the Giants. He was the Giants. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's a big name going around right now. How much is that is him, and how much of that is Brian D- Dable? True. You know what I mean? Same thing can be said about Eric Bieniemy. Like he, he's right. been a top-notch candidate for the last two years. Nobody's hired him. Why? I mean, you listen to Shady McCoy. It's because oh, he's black. But no, that's oh. not at all what he said. Oh, okay. He said he had his has a shit attitude. Oh, and is disrespectful to players. We talked about that before. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> My bad. Um, man, I don't know. Uh. Definitely Ben Johnson. I'd have to interview Bianami. Yeah, just to uh, yeah. I, I feel like I'd have to. Yeah, 
Or Jim Caldwell is a name that's getting kicked around again, but yeah, I'm like, he's, he's like 72. Yeah, he's up like, there. I want if I want a younger guy. I want you know somebody that's done good things with what he's got and and is relatable to the players. Sure. Um. And I. I what about Kirby Smart? I don't think he'd go, but I also don't know that. Not, a, but he's not of that. Young though, yeah, he is. He's only like forty six. Really, he's not that old. No. no. I mean, if he'd be interested, I'd, yeah, I'd like I'd talk to him, but no. I, I, I don't see him going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. So you dethrone Saban, you might want to ride that out for a bit, yeah, for as long as humanly possible. So yeah, I don't know. Talk about Lincoln him. Riley. Remind me, yeah, yeah, that'd be worth a. Uh, uh, same deal though. He's got Caleb Williams for another year. You probably wouldn't want to go. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm i not really sold on college coaches and the pros, though. That's a totally different animal. Well, yeah, we've seen horrible examples of that. I think a, I think it was Schefter that posted something that said a NFL – it was after Kingsbury got fired. Like the last – I think it was all the head coaches in the last tw- 20 years that jumped from college to the pro game – Jim Harbaugh is the only one with a winning record. Wow. Yeah. That's Spurrier. That's Saban. That's Urban Meyer. That's yeah, it's just I Matt mean, Rule. That's Way Doug different Marone. personalities. You're, you're dealing with mature men now that you can't fucking berate and yeah. expect them to cower down. Just, you know, it just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of college coaches either don't make it or don't want anything to do with the pros. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you yell at a guy and – Allegedly, Saban learned that with Dante Culpepper, and Culpepper ca- called him a piece of shit and threatened yeah. to whoop his ass. I like, mean, they're under contract. You can't just, you know, well, fuck you. I'm going to cut you. Okay, well, I'm guaranteed fucking $30 million next year. Thanks. Well, shit, in college now. Oh, you're going to cut me? Okay, I'm jumping my ass in the Yeah, diff- it's and, yeah. a little different now with the, the whole transfer portal thing, but. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I'd, I mean,. Uh, I would probably go with those three just for the simple Kafka, Bianami, and, and Ben Johnson for the simple fact that uh, to I don't know enough about other teams and their assistants. Like, uh, I, you know, it's other than what I read and, you know. Dan Quinn would be another Quinn good option. Quinn would be worth, worth a look, yeah. I mean, he's a big hot commodity too. Um, um, any other team other than Pittsburgh, I would I would pay whatever to hire Matt Canada. If you're listening out there. Offensive genius. Hey, he's going to be a great, great offensive coordinator in the Mac someday. So I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Anyway. All right, moving on. Wild card weekend. Then we'll talk college ball. A little more college ball, I should say. Uh, Saturday, kicking it off at uh, 3.30 local time here in the Central. We got the Seahawks and the Niners. Niners are so hot right now. They are hot right now, but it's a divisional game. Mm-hmm. Throw all that you know shit out the window when it's a divisional game because they know them better than anyone. Seahawks, I believe, played them tough earlier in the year. I think so, yeah. But again, Niners are red hot. Brock Purdy is looking good. I was just going to say, did, but... did the Niners have big cock Brock back then? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Or wait, wait, wait. Back when? When they the two games they played the early. first time they played i don't believe first two times they played 
Definitely not the no because okay, it doesn't look like yeah. It, right? Week two was that. When did um, that was when Garoppolo came in and won? Yeah, that was the game he got yes. hurt. Right, Trey Lance got hurt in week two. Yes. Looked like shit in week one, but it was very bad weather. Mm. But yeah, then Garoppolo came in and saved the day there. And then the last time they played, yes, that would have been Brock. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, it would have been. All right. Because didn't Brock, wasn't Brock's first game against the Bucks? Yes, yeah. first career start was against the Bucks. Yeah. So they did have Brock, and it was 21-13. And that was at Seattle. That's a tough place to play. So they are going to be home. But rookie quarterback making his first NFL playoff start against a team that he's supposed to win. Let's see what this kid's got, what he's built. Sure. You know, does he does he have that killer instinct to uh, to do what they should do against a team that is not anywhere near as good as them? Uh, n- Niners, nine and a half points. Yeah, that's, that's a big spread for a divisional game. But again, on paper, it, it makes sense. So uh, I think the Niners are going to win. Not so sure I would take or give the points though they're daring you too aren't they yeah nine and a half that's, that's kind of scary though yeah. it's like Ugh. i could see that being a seven to eight point game much like it was the first time sure uh then we have the nightcap saturday night chargers going to duval to play the jacksonville jaguars hmm. jags are uh two-point dogs at home against the Chargers, but of course, Chargers are without Mike Williams, who basically kind of took over as their top receiver this year. And Jacksonville, of course, uh, coming into the playoffs for the first time in a long time and the first time ever for, I'd say, most of their roster. Yeah, I mean, I, as I'm reading that, I'm kind of going or looking at it, I'm kind of going back and forth on that, but I. I... Jags have the advantage, I think, clearly in the coaching department. I'll, I'll take Doug Peterson over Stanley. Yeah, Stanley, yeah I think Stanley I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with you. I think I'm gonna take the but Jags in let that. Let me finish. Okay, my damn. But you also said Jags are very young. Yeah, I mean, this is still a young team that's kind of learning how to win. Playoff games are different. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna go with the Chargers, the veteran leadership with you know. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I think I'm going to take the Jags. Could see it going either way, though. Yeah. Uh, Then we have Sunday slate. We have the Dolphins going to Buffalo. And the line on that is 13, and (laughs) I don't think it's enough. I I think Buffalo wins by at least three touchdowns here. Skyler Thompson. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they're going to be riding high. Yeah. I would just about bet everything that I have. Demar Hamlin will be in the house. I was just gonna say that, yeah. Uh, he'll probably run out on the field. And I, I lead the team. Not about running, but well, yeah. He might be a captain. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. Miami is just—they're walking into a fucking buzz saw here. Right. They're gonna get just boat raced. So I can play agree. Yeah. Should have lost that game last week, assholes. <laughs> anyway. So we could get our ass kicked. That's right. I mean, we'd give them a much – we'd probably lose. Uh, I'm just being honest. We'd lose by two scores instead of three. Yeah. We'd we'd give them a hell of a lot better game than the Dolphins would. A healthy T.J. Watt, we'd give them a lot better game. 
I don't think we'd win. It'd probably be a 10-point, but I don't think we would get boat raced. Just my personal opinion, but doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. All right. Anyway. Hold on, hold on. Since we're talking about this, you, I get, let's say hypothetically, I'm not going to do it. I give you $100. You can place an alternative spread on this game. What are you taking? On this game? Yep. It's house money. 17. I'll give up 17. Okay. I'm just curious. Uh, then the afternoon game, we got the Giants taking on the Vikings. Of course, they met just a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks maybe. Uh, that was the game where the Vikings hit a 61-yard field goal to win it. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, it's an afternoon game. So, yeah, Kirk Cousins curses in full effect. Uh-huh. Well, playoff game, but. Daniel Jones, first playoff start. Saquon appears to be healthy. They rested a lot of players last week. Give me the Giants. Three points. Um, I was going to say, well, Brian Dable's a young coach. and his, Well, Kevin O'Connell, same deal, so that that's kind of out. Who do I trust more, Daniel Jones or Kirk Cousins? <laughs> As crazy as this is to say, I trust Kirk Cousins more. So yeah, I'll 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 take the Vikings. Taking the Vikings. Keep in mind the Vikings. Yes, they were thirteen and four. But how many games did they win barely by the skin of their teeth by less than a one one score? A lot, like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I mean, Bears lost. <laughs> what is it? Seven or eight games by one possession. True. So. But I don't know. I think it's going to bite them. All right. I, I again, I can if see not it. this week. Very, very soon. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the Giants in an upset. Mild upset. I was going to say, the line's minus Sunday, three. or I'm sorry, yeah, Sunday night, we have a repeat of the Ravens going to Cincinnati with Tyler Huntley being the starter there against the Bengals. Joe Burrow says that their championship window is open as long as he's playing, which uh, could be, but let's see what happens when you – get paid $275 million and they don't have any fucking money for Jamar Chase. But no. uh, yeah, Bengals probably going to boat race him here. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I, I don't know. I won't use the term boat race, but yeah, divisional 10 game. point game. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to go a lot like the last one did, but I mean, no, that was Anthony Brown, Tyler, Splitting hairs here, aren't yeah, we? Tyler Huntley is only marginally better, in my opinion. But, yeah, I'd say a 10-point game is probably fair. Uh, that six-and-a-half spread's looking mighty fucking tasty there, though. Yeah. I would, yeah, I might have to put together a parlay on that with definitely taking Bengals minus six-and-a-half. Package that with the Bills. and Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and then the finale of Super Wild Card Weekend. Didn't say that earlier. <clears throat> Cowboys and the Bucks. Um Monday Nighter, which I hate. Bucks coming off or Cowboys coming off. Both of them are coming off losses, but the Bucks at least got a little bit rested. Cowboys did not, and they looked really bad going to Tampa. Tampa. Playoff Tom against playoff Dak. I'm gonna take Tampa. Dallas is only favored by two and a half. Give me Tampa. 
which means Tuesday Mike McCarthy will be fired. Ah, uh, God, that's tough. Hmm. You know, ESPN like came in their pants when they saw that this is the game they were getting right. Oh, I'm they sure. Get Tom yeah. Brady versus the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Fuck. That's. Uh, I could see it going either way. I could, but I just I don't know. My gut tells me that at least for one game in the playoffs, Brady's gonna dial it in with. I mean, he's got weapons. Uh, you know what? Although I, they did lose their center, their backup center who've been starting for what's his name? That ain't good when you got a forty-five-year-old quarterback and third-string center. Basically, I still think he's going to find a way. I, wait. Cowboys got Dexter Lawrence and Micah Parsons. I, I'm going to go Dallas. Actually, right. should be an interesting weekend, though. Yeah. All right. What's I'm trying to think. What's what would you say is your kind of game of the weekend? The kind of that you think will be the most competitive. Most competitive. Scroll up a little bit. So I can see. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's a toss up between the uh, Giants Vikings and Cowboys Bucks. If I had to uh, pick one of those, gun to my head. Jags Chargers can be tight game the... too. Um. Yeah, I would say any of those three. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I, 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 you know what? I'd probably go Cowboys Bucks too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think at the very least, Tom's going to keep them close. I could also, you could convince me right now though that we're going to see a Dan Marino game too in that. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to give up sixty three, but in Florida too. Yeah, I, I, I could totally see it going the other way where Tom comes out and just completely flat and gets beaten into the sunset instead of riding off like a champion. He, you know, dragged third, off. Third string center, you say? Yes. Against Dexter Lawrence and Micah Parsons. And, yeah, definitely a possibility. Could happen. Could and happen. Uh, as much, whatever you say about Mike McCarthy, he's got a lot of uh, far more postseason experience compared to Todd Boyles or Bowles, Todd Bowles. So... Yeah. Who I'm not sold on as a head coach either. No, no. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm going with my gut. All right. So that'll uh, wrap it up for the NFL talk, if I'm not mistaken. And we're going to take a quick break. All right. We'll be back right after this and talk a little NCAA football. The game that was. Yeah, sort of. Stick around. Hanging with D's will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show. And <clears throat> we're back. Um, so, yeah, college football playoffs wrapped up with the national championship game on Monday night. The Georgia Bulldogs and the TCU Horned Frogs. And it wasn't a game. Yeah, we really don't have to talk about it very much. No. they. Um, I mean, you want to talk about boat race, like. You start the game like first play of the game. You get a what a, a false start, yeah. And it just looked like they recovered, made it ten seven, and then Georgia got off the bus and reeled off 
a lot of points. Yeah. A fucking lot of points. The Did you watch the whole game? Fuck no. I did. Okay, explain. I watched the Megacast version of the game. I watched some of that, yeah. That's all I need from now on. I don't want regular announcers anymore. I want McAfee and the boys to call every big game ever. Give them four, I want I want them to do the Super Bowl. It's, they keep it entertaining when a, in a sixty-five to seven fucking drubbing. Yeah. They kept me watching because they were entertaining, even if the game wasn't like. I'm in, I'm here for it. Like yeah. that was that was great. I I watched them last week. Um, in the playoff games, mm-hmm. the Michigan game wasn't quite as entertaining because they had like the B squad there. I think it was AQ and a couple other people. But then Robert Griffin the third, Taylor Lewan. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Taylor Lewan is very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, he, he was good. But uh, yeah, watching watching Pat and the boys. That's it's quality entertainment. Like I hope they do that forever now because that was fun to watch even in a game that wasn't. Since I will not be having YouTube TV during the football off season, that's how I'm going to watch the draft this year. So, oh, their their cast. Yeah, I'll watch their cast. Yeah. Well, you're only going to get one round out of that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so that part of it was entertaining. Uh, shout out Stetson Bennett. You know, this is a walk on that nobody really gave much of a chance to. And now he's back to back NCAA champions. Uh, did get a kick out of all the memes, you know, forty-year-old Stetson Bennett coming back for his, you know, twenty-seventh national title. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, he's older. What they say, he's older than six of the starting quarterbacks in the playoffs this year. Yeah, did you see Patrick Mahomes is the oldest guy on the AFC this year? He's twenty-seven years old. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's a new guard coming yeah. coming. You know, when, when Brady and Rogers go, like they're the, the last of the Mohicans. Yeah. Mohicans. Yeah. The last old cowboys riding the dusty trail and they're not going to be around for a whole lot longer. Right. We have a whole new generation coming. I mean, they're, most of them are here. Yeah. Um, other than Brady, well, Matt Ryan's up there. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's done. No, but he's, he ain't retiring. He said he's not going anywhere. And why would you? Cause he's. Guaranteed oh. twenty plus million next year. Very expensive backup. Yeah. yeah. All right. And, and I don't, I don't know that the Colts can afford to cut him. I'm not sure what their cap situation. I thought, sure I know they had a lot of cap money last year throughout the season. So maybe they do have that kind of money to be like, uh, we'll pay you, just fucking go away. Hmm. Um, other than that, let's see. What other? Do we have any other old guys out there? Not, not that I can really. Joe Nothing. Flacco. Well, I mean starters. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't. I mean, Russ is up there. He's like thirty-two. Yeah, and, and yeah, in comparison to other guys, um, golf, golf's what early thirties, late late twenties probably. Stafford, Stafford's yeah. another big question mark. I personally don't think he's going to come back. Why would you? Yeah, you got your you got your ring. You're gonna have a new coach. You got the shit beat out of you all year. A couple concussions. Yeah, and a neck what neck contusion or whatever. Um I'd I'd be surprised if he comes back. Yeah. Um I think that's it, honestly. 
Andy Dalton, I'll see. He's up there, but again, he's borderline borderline starter, backup. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got a whole lot of young guys. So, well, going to be interesting to see. That does it for football. Um, who do you want to talk about first, Vince McMahon or Dana White? Uh, Dana White will be quick. All right. <clears throat> so. This What's, was two, three weeks ago this no. happened? No. It was New Year's. Oh, that's, my God. Well, last Man. week, so. Time's flying. I don't think the video surfaced until late last week, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got into a drunken argument with his wife. Wife slapped him. He slapped her, and it's kind of becoming a big deal now. Yeah, I was when I first read the story, I'm like, okay, she slapped him. He slapped her, offsetting penalties, replay first down. But he, uh. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, he he. I haven't. I actually haven't watched the video yet because I don't want to. I don't have that gene. The car crash, rubbernecking. I I, I don't. Uh, but apparently she, he hit her a few times. That so, I don't know. So that makes that no longer an offsetting penalty. Penalty. Uh, biggest reason I want to talk about it is like, I'm hearing more about more. I'm seeing more articles written about the anger that the fact that. It isn't a bigger story yeah. than the story itself. Um, I don't know if you saw, he actually did a press conference today and kind of talked about it. Um, I did not see it today. I, I, just, I saw what he said after the, the video apology and, and the wife basically exonerated him and, you know, said yeah. that, yeah, it's, it's not just him. It was just a thing. We've been married 20 years, blah, blah, blah. I think they're making a bigger deal out of it than it. I mean, it's obviously not great. No, it's but it, ten years ago, it's non-story. Yeah, um, like Bill Burr says, don't tell me that there's never a reason to hit a woman. <laughs> really, never, never. Not saying you should do it. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that Dana White said today during the press conference, because they asked, well, like, well, are you going to self-punish yourself? And he goes, well how would I do that? Like give myself 30 to 60 days off. Like that doesn't punish me at all. Like that's literally just punishing the company and the fighters. And that that's not a punishment for me. Yeah. And I thought that was a brilliant thing to say. And he said something else too. I've had this thought for a while that, um, I don't want to lump this. In. This isn't the same thing as cancel culture because cancel culture. I associate with, jokes or you said something this is a little different obviously i mean it's domestic violence although it's mutual still um he said my punishment is the rest of my life everyone knows about this yeah that's i mean my kids know about this my wife knows about this the world knows about this like people that used to respect me now think i'm a piece of shit like that's that's my punishment and i got it this is separate from the cancel culture stuff, but that should be enough in my, in my mind. It's like, that's not taken into account with. Yeah. Let me be devil's devil's advocate here. Okay. Dana White Mm -hmm. is the CEO of Heartland bank and trust. Okay. Is this a story? Yeah. 
you think... locally. I mean, it's not a big national story, but yeah. Okay, well, let's say okay, he's USA Bank or something. Yeah, like some something. It's uh, it's not. It might get mentioned in you know the bottom of page six or whatever, but it's not going to be this big blow up that it is. I'll agree with that. Sure. A you know, story, but not a big story. Yeah, it, sure. Something that, hey, did you hear about Dana White? No. What happened? Uh, he, he slapped his wife. She slapped him. He slapped her. They were both drunk. It was New Year's Eve, and they're all good now. End of story. Yeah. It's over. And he's right. He has to now face those moral and mental consequences that, holy shit, I let myself go and and did that, and I feel horrible about it. It's over as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't think, you know... Dana White is a piece of shit. I think he got drunk, and I think both of them got drunk, made mistakes that they both regret. Him, obviously, more so because shouldn't hit a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're making it a a bigger deal than it needs to be. Like, this is a private matter between a married couple that are, are working things through, working it out. They have both made public statements about it. Let it Let them live their life. Should have no bearing on... His professional life, sure. Especially when the you know his wife would be the victim in this, yeah. And she forgave him, yeah. Why do you need a pound of flesh? Yeah, we're done. We're done here. The wronged party is cool. Yeah, nothing more to see here. Yeah, let it go. That's. that's I kind of thought that's what you you your thoughts would be, and they're mine too. Obviously, Um, hope you know. I I don't think it's ever going to happen again. It's not like we've heard of a pattern of domestic violence from this guy. Like we have right. with other people, like it's, you know, let him live with it and let him live his life. Like it's, it's a done deal. So yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I'd agree. All right. W W E. Yeah. What the fuck? Vince McMahon has come back almost seemed like he was just like i'm coming back whether you guys like it or not i'm coming back and i want my chair back as the executive chair i don't see how this ends well yeah uh he came back and they the board was restructured and i think the three people that were fired from the board were the three people leading the charge to get him removed in the first place oh absolutely that is straight out of succession. Yeah. Uh, you don't watch the show. That literally happens. At one point, they vote to remove someone. The vote doesn't go through, and he goes, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. And the I, reason they're doing it is because they're going to sell it. That's been reported. You've heard who the leading buyer's going to be, allegedly. It's all over Facebook. The it, Saudis. The Saudis, yeah. Uh, not good. That horrible. Yeah. That's fucking horrific. Yeah. I guess they're they're thinking that NBC is also a huge potential player in that game as well. And possibly even Disney, but Endeavor was another one who owns the UFC. Yeah. Those are the, the big names that are coming out. But if it yeah, if it goes to the the Saudi National Trust, whatever the hell it's called, then yeah, it's Potentially the beginning of the end. Like Steph stepped down. She'll never Air quotes. Yeah. She'll never say anything 
bad while he's alive anyway, as far as that being the sole reason. Because she did take a leave of absence before all this went down Mm -hmm. because she wanted to get away and she kind of had to come back. So now she's just like, whatever. But now that he wants to sell, like, is is he selling out of spite? Like, dude, you're a fucking billionaire. You don't need the money. Like, you got to sell because the ship's going down. They're actually, you know, they've been getting the most positive uh, quote-unquote press that they've had in a long time because it's the product has been better. Critical appeal or Yeah, like, why, why do you need to sell? Like, they've been looking to sell for the last few years, but part of the problem is that because Vince is still the majority stakeholder, he can block a sale. So he somehow convinced them that, Oh, you need me for the sale to go through, but I don't get why. Right. That makes no sense at all. Um, also reports that several talents that if the sale does go through to the Saudis, that they're done, they're just going to walk out. Heard someone say, "Oh, well, that's a breach of contract." <laughs> it's they're independent contractors, as CM Punk said. That that those contracts are useless. Yeah, there's a reason they didn't sue CM Punk when he walked out. Yeah. It's they don't want to open up that can of worms of yeah. Having been a, an independent contractor before, yeah, it's yes, you're under contract, but at the same time, easily breakable. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's called independent. But right. Um, yeah, it's it, it's not good by any means. Um, I mean, Sammy's gone immediately because he doesn't even go to the Saudi shows, so he's gone. You would think Kevin Owens would probably go with him, his best friend. Yeah, and if you're I saw a meme that said, you know, your, your new world champion is going to be Goldberg and because yeah. they love him over there. And yeah, it's kind of hilarious I, that in 40 years we went from the biggest star in the company's lyrics of his theme song were, I'm a real American, fight for the rights of every man. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Not, not with Saudis owning you, you don't. Um, yeah. I mean, at least there's another big company where guys can, they can't walk away and walk into the other company. Although I'd like to see them see someone do that. Cause again, that brings up the independent contractor thing. It's like, well, if I'm independent, then you don't own me. I can go do whatever I want. Yeah. But NDAs are binding though. That, oh, okay. You know, the, or not NDAs, non-competes, non-competes are binding that they okay. do have to abide by that. If they want to get out of the contract, they can, but they can't just walk into another company because okay. then they can get their ass sued off. All right. That's why you never see a, somebody who's like, fuck you, WWE, I quit, and then show up the next day on okay. AEW. It's just it, that they can't do. Okay. But either um, way, you can write out your contract and just, yeah, I don't it, give a fuck what you offer me. I'm not. AEW's product has not been good. No. Um, but if there ever was a a crack in the, in the door, mm-hmm. it's, it potentially is coming, and Tony Khan needs to kick it open. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean you go and you buy all the, you know, top names in WWE, just put together a better product. Mm-hmm. Because if what is speculated happens, which is that Vince says he's not going to touch the creative creative side, but it's Vince McMahon and I have 
I find that very hard right. to believe. Um, but if he starts meddling and the product starts to get shitty again, uh, Tony Khan's got to take advantage of it and, and do something. Otherwise, I mean, wrestling in general has gone downhill. Oh, big drastically. Time. Um, people aren't watching it the way they used to. And I compare it back in the day, like we'll go back 15 years from now. There was a lot of people that watched raw because it was something to watch on a Monday night. Yeah. And in the age of streaming and podcasting, you know, you can't casual fans are kind of hard to come by now. Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, we don't really watch it that much no. anymore. I mean, it's I'll check out a pay-per-view here and then cuz I have Peacock for free. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, like I'll I'll watch the Rumble like I do every year just yeah. to, to see, you know, the big returns, surprise returns and uh things Rumble's like that. Rumble's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's usually an entertaining watch and I'll probably watch some of Mania. Yeah. Other than that, every now and then if I see a headline on Twitter or on Facebook, whatever, I might click on results to read what happened. But uh, for the most part, I, I just don't care. Yeah, I'm the same way with AEW, too. If I hear MJF had a killer pro- promo, I'll go watch it. Yeah. That's about it. You know, if, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm immediately calling the uh, the elites, the Bucks, whatever, and Kenny mm-hmm. and CM Punk, and I'm putting them in a room and hash this shit out. Cause I think there's still some redeeming value in, in CM Punk. Oh, even oh, for yeah. the young guys and everything. Um, there were a lot of reports that, you know, he big timed some people, but you then hear other people say that, no, that that's not entirely true. Blah, blah, blah. So, but either way, make that work. However, and fuck, turn it into an angle for that matter. But this, if ever there was a chance, it's, probably coming down the road here very soon with this whole Vince thing and potential sale to the Saudis. Um, in my personal opinion, the only thing that could save any of that from happening is if Peacock comes with a huge offer and keeps things status quo and keeps the staff kick Vince to the curb. And only problem with Peacock's lost a billion dollars since it started. Do you realize that? Well, I just mean in, but yeah. Uh, you mean universal. I, I get that, yeah. but. They still have more than enough money to. Yeah. It, it'll be odd to see the way interesting, interesting to see how it plays out. But uh, yeah, I'm not very positive. It definitely sounds like the Saudis are kind of the leaders and. <sighs> yeah. Tyrannical government. That's not good. That's. Anyway, it's like it's like Vince McMahon came back and was like, no, 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 I'm going to do one last piece of shit thing yeah. before I'm I'm gone. Does that, does that mean Jinder Mahal is going to be like the world champion forever? He's Indian. Never mind. Anyway, bring back Muhammad Hussan. There you go. <laughs> that's that's going to be the big WrestleMania Rumble return is... Him versus Iron Sheik. Yeah, he's going to come back, win it, and go on to Mania and beat Roman Reigns in a squash match and <clears throat> and there we have it. Yeah, I mean I was thinking too like if you're a veteran guy like Miz who's made a shit ton of money with that company. I'm gone. 
Why? Yeah, exactly. Why would you stick? He's around? got star power, and and that he can go and do other things. Yeah, and still do something with his life. Like, you know, I don't like him on WWE for the simple fact that that's his job. Yeah, and he does it very well. Mm-hmm. But it, like when I've seen him, uh, there was a he went golfing with Pat Matt. Like he's a very entertaining guy. Yeah, he really is. And I think once he leaves WWE, I think his his next career is going to be a good one because I think he's still going to stick around TV some way or another. Yeah. And he's entertaining. And his wife's not too shabby to look at either. Right. So should be going to be an interesting next couple of months to see how this all plays out. And, and you want to talk about timing. Like, this, we're coming into mania season. Right. And the place is catching on fire. Like, right. I know it would never happen, but what if the sale goes through and the talent is like, guys, don't do anything until mania. And then a bunch of guys, no show mania, Ma- pull out ultimate word. Oh. Yeah. Well, they might want to do mania to get the check, but then they, they don't show for the, the raw. After. Well, then that doesn't really have the same impact. But if they know show mania doesn't have that impact because tickets are already bought, pay per views already ordered, and yeah, then gonna have to give a lot of refunds. True. Oh shit, Sammy's not here. Oh shit, Kevin Owens isn't True. here. Oh yeah, shit, that could definitely Roman Reigns. Well, I don't know if Roman Reigns would do that, but he's made a shit ton of money too, though. Yeah. I mean, he's in. He has connections to Hollywood, obviously, with his cousins. So. Yeah. And I think he's going to go down that road very soon. I don't. I don't see Roman sticking around a whole lot longer. He's older than people realize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he already makes very minimal appearances, or at least wrestles. He appears quite a bit, but right. I could. Yeah, that would. <laughs> that'd be pretty interesting to see that happen. I don't think it will. But no, me neither. I'm just fantasy that's, booking. That's real not life to what April first, April. Week, first yeah. Sunday in April or whatever. So uh, a lot can happen though in four months time. So it'd be going to be fun to watch. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that should, uh, no, what else you got? I got a wreck. Uh, the menu, the Anya Taylor joy and Ralph Fiennes. It's weird. It's like movie studios are accelerating the death of movie theaters because this movie came out like a month ago. And, it being football season, it's kind of hard to... What's it on? HBO Max. Hmm. It's kind of hard to go to the theater when, oh, this movie I want to see is now on HBO Max. I'm like, okay, I'll check it out. Um, if you don't know what it is, there's... Never heard of it. You've probably seen... No, well, apparently Dan Dees hasn't seen any ads for it, but it's... Ralph Fiennes is a celebrity chef, like Gordon Ramsay-type guy, best chef on the planet, owns, like, the most exclusive restaurant on the planet, and all these rich people show up for, like, this, like, five-course meal, and it just escalates into craziness, and it's clear that the chef is a psychopath, and I don't want to spoil it. Does he kill them all? I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> it kills somebody. But again, I call Is this a- the kind of shit you're doing instead of working on your fucking... NBA 2K career. I watched this over the weekend. Mm. I got to watch Glass Onion too. I might do that Friday. That's actually that's pretty good. Is it? Yeah. I I love the first one. Yeah. Knives Out was yeah, great. It's, so. it's pretty good. Right on. See, Ryan Johnson is a good director. Just leave him 
keep him away from Star Wars. Yeah. Um, sure. Anyway, I I really liked it. Um, I'm because of Queen's Gambit. I now have a massive crush on Anya Taylor Joy, and she's great in it. Ralph Fiennes is awesome in it. I recommend it. it. It's definitely got some twists and turns, and I was curious about like the reason why this guy's a psychopath and why is he doing this, and they do a pretty good job of explaining it. Where I'm like, okay, I can buy that, and uh, I will. If I have a knock to give, is that most of the movie is presented as like this really dramatic thriller, and then they'll occasionally throw in some humor where it seems a little misplaced, where it's like kind of jarring where you're like whoa that's tonally it doesn't fit at moments mm. even though the laughs i i did laugh at the moments that i was supposed to but um yeah definitely recommend it if you have hbo max which i is my favorite streaming app and probably will be until they combine they, it with yeah, discovery they, and fucking shit all over it <clears throat> so they definitely seem to have the best overall content yeah so Definitely recommend it if you got HBO Max. The menu, it's called. The menu, yes. I'll have to get on my little box and watch it for free. So, anything else? I bought the full the full version of COD over the weekend. Okay. Hunter's really good. Is he? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I'm not. No. 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 I'm really bad, actually. It's fun, but I'm really bad. Well, what are you playing? <clears throat> Hunter, it's kind of hard to get him to play anything other than Shipment. Nobody's good in Shipment. I mean, there's a few, but Shipment, since its inception, has been spawn, maybe get a kill, die. Spawn, maybe get a kill, die. Like, yeah. This, well, he, he'll spawn. Especially this version of Shipment. Mm -hmm. This version of Shipment, like it used to be you run around the map. In shipment, kill as many people as you can. This version of shipment, the way they have it, you don't want to move around. You where you spawn, you stay, and you just you watch the two alleyways and get as many kills as you can before you die. Hmm. Shipment is not a good um, indicator. Yeah, measuring tool as to how how good you're gonna be, just for the simple fact that it's fucking chaos. Yeah. From start to finish. Well, he gets a lot more kills than I do in the other modes, too, though. Or other maps when we play, like, Team mm. Deathmatch and shit like that. But it's fun. I'm liking it. I'm going to have to watch and see when he's on and then just not what do you stream snipe him, so to speak. Just show up in his game and fucking annihilate him. <laughs> nice. Um, what about... Uh, what do you think of some of the new modes, like Ground War, which is basically the Battlefield clone? Ground War is okay, but Invasion is a lot better, in my personal opinion. Is that just basically Team Deathmatch except... On a massive scale. Okay. Yeah. Because we, we played that one night. And we're like No tanks or anything like that. I don't believe there's... No, it... There are like APCs and stuff, but not to the degree of uh, no no helicopters. Right. Um, yeah. It, if I'm gonna play a big map type game mode, mm -hmm. it's invasion. Invasion is. God, there's. Uh, I can't remember the numbers on each side, but there's a shitload of AI. I think there's only like thirty or forty people. 
That kind of confused me side. too. And then a bunch of AIs. So it's really good for leveling up weapons, mm-hmm. which shipment's the best way to level them up right now. But um, it's good for leveling up weapons. Good at good for uh, getting better at sniping. Yeah, because you can like pick a building, and you know, problem is so are they. That's what I've kind of learned. Even Battlefield taught me that too. Like, like I leveled up all my snipers on on invasion, with the exception of one. Um, but it, it's fun. Like it's not super sweaty because there are a lot of bots, so mm-hmm. you, you know you can still feel good about yourself and get a lot of quality kills on on the bots. Yeah. Bots are no joke. Don't get me wrong. They're, I mean, they're not. They're not like the bots. The bot. When I say bots, I mean like the AI controlled players. Um. In DMZ. Oh, those are pushovers, yeah. Not in DMZ. Yeah. In DMZ, the, the AI is pretty tough depending on where you... The When was the last time you played DMZ? It's been a minute, but I felt like when I played it, I could... They've, they've been put on steroids. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Especially That's... the later you get in the game, they just keep coming. And the regular AI that you can just, you know, one or two shot and they're gone... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're not bad, but the further you progress into it, mm-hmm. then you start getting the armored guys, and they just keep coming. Yeah. And even the the ones that die easily, I mean, they can fucking two shot you with a shotgun from fifty meters away, oh. which is defies any, all laws of uh, physics. Yeah, and so yeah, it's the the bots in invasion are not as uh, good. They will still beam you, but not like they do in DMZ. Um, so it's it's a fun mode to play if you don't want to just spawn and die every four seconds. Yeah. Um, only drawback I would say on invasion is that the spawns are they every time you die they still spawn you pretty far back. Mm. So like you get three quarters of the way up the map and die, and then you gotta start over and run through all that shit again. But it, it's a lot of fun, mm. and those are. Um, the invasion. I think Ground War is the same, but you play on parts of Al Masra, which is the War Zone slash DMZ map. Mm-hmm. So that helped me like get learn uh, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a. I mean, Al Masra, the DMZ map is huge. So I think there's only three or four um, invasion maps. So it's not like you're gonna learn the. Almazra map just by playing it, but you'll at least get familiar with a few of the places. Um, but yeah, I, I like Invasion Overground Wars, basically what I'm saying. Okay. Other than that, I'm not into the objective modes. Like Hostage. I think we played that. Twice. Yeah, I'm not big on Hostage. I don't even really like Domination or... I like Hardpoint. See, I'm not... I don't like that because... There's too many people that are just playing the game to get kills and they don't go for the objective. And I'm one that's always like oh, going to the je- objective right. and getting my ass shot off because everybody's just camping the, and waiting for you to get there. Uh, I would much rather just play nothing but team deathmatch and or kill confirmed. Yeah. Because I don't want to worry about I got to go take over the headquarters. I just want to fucking see people and kill them. And it's this I've tried to make a more concerted effort with this call of duty to only focus on kill. Like I'll even tell, like I'm not doing objectives. I'm not, if you're not doing them, I'm not doing them. I'm not going to be the only guy going over there and getting my shit blown away. I'm just going to fucking kill people. Mm. So, but it's fun. But you play DMZ though. 
Yeah, to kill people. I mean, I do some of the missions. missions and stuff. I do, know? you know, but anymore, like I'd, I'd much rather just team hunt and go ruin somebody else's day. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. Now we're done. All right. So that's going to wrap it up. We will, uh, we'll be back probably next week and talk wild card weekend and whatever other NFL news. And one of these days here real soon, maybe a little later in the, uh, playoff time or even early off season. We'll, uh, like do an in-depth wish list, whatnot for the Steelers and I was see what happens. Well, it's a little late now, but never mind. It's too late. I was thinking we pick our, like, well, we kind of did that in the preseason, picked our Super Bowl picks and everything. And Mine haven't changed. Well, yeah, you had the Bills and the Eagles. Yeah. It was fucking great. Yeah. I had the Bills and the Rams, so I'm going like to change one. one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little off on one. But, uh, yeah, I, I still, Buffalo is my rooting interest. Yeah, for Especially sure. now because yeah, of DeMar every, Hamlin. Everybody but. there, yeah. You know, that was, I've always, I've said for the last two years that, if not the Steelers, give me Buffalo just for the simple fact that they have a great fan base and, you know, the 0 for 4 kind of hurts. But now, with again, with the DeMar Hamlin situation, what better year? Like, you know, it'd be hard to write a better story than that. Um, for sure, by the way, if you have Disney Plus, because they have, I, I don't know if, I think they have all the 30 for 30s. If you haven't seen it, your reaction might be similar to mine. Why do I want to watch this? I get it. They lost four Super Bowls in a row. Trust me. Watch Four Falls of Buffalo. It's phenomenal. It's probably my favorite 30 for 30. Check it out. It's great. Um, But, yeah, I'm still picking Eagles Bills. I reserve the right to change that pick depending on what playoff Brock Purdy looks like. Because I think if not the Eagles, it's probably going to be San Francisco. Yeah. Would be my guess. But we'll learn a lot. Um, on Wild Card Weekend, about some of those teams. So that'd be I don't weird if the Bills end up. It'd be weird if the Bills play the Eagles because that would be all of their Super Bowl appearances would be against NFC West teams or East teams. Oh yeah, Giants, Cowboys, Cowboys, mm-hmm. Washington. Commanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be kind of weird. Anyway, all right. Well, that'll wrap it up. Like I said, we'll be back next week, Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Um, maybe we'll what. Maybe Monday night and we'll sit here and kind of watch along with Tampa and no no, no? Well, okay I, I guess we're not we, going to do we that. We should be able to talk about the game. So yeah, we'll do Tuesday and Wednesday something like that. All right, sounds good. All right, folks, thanks for listening. We will see you guys in a week. As always, I am Dees. He is Dylan. Bye bye. See ya.